Okay, you guys ready? Because I mean, I can start whenever. Uh, let me get this up. That's what she said. Giggity. From Long Beach, California, here are your hosts, Mike Siviello, Corey Levere, and Christopher Warden. And sometimes Stephen Brandenburg when he's around. All right, guys, welcome back to Gut Check Time, episode 19, almost at episode 20, in Long Beach, California, in my hot apartment with Corey and Chris. Say it's hi. Hot, it's hotter than the devil's asshole right now. Yo. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> That's start. hot. No, seriously, like, it's bad, and I can't wait to move out of here. But... So we're going to start off first with uh, our segment we've changed again. It's called Warm-Ups now because of bench warmers. I don't know, warm-ups just seems It's already a movie, you know. Eh, it's bench already a movie. <laughs> but no, with yeah, warm-ups, we had which... Yeah, infringement upon us. But <laughs> first, let's, uh, we're on iTunes. So Yeah. Finally made the big boy move up to iTunes. Uh, and we got a new logo change, so we unfortunately we don't have Daffy. Daffy. $15 for episode? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's pixelated Daffy no more. Hmm. Um, I forget somebody commented. Somebody actually commented on a SoundCloud uh, when we uploaded. Like it was like episode like I want to say like eight, mm-hmm. and they actually commented on SoundCloud and go, "Yeah, your uh, picture looks like a pixelated old like Windows desktop." Cool. And I go, "Okay, is this like just say random thoughts or <laughs> are you trying to make us feel bad?" <laughs> I was you like, "Fuck you! Own- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that hurts. Get your own podcast." Um, but no, so <clears throat> the first segment's going to be warm up, so those non-sports related stuff, or maybe stories that happen to us, which I have three, so I might be hogging this segment. What a dick. Um, Standard. First, can I clarify <laughs> happen? So remember we talked about happen last time? Yeah. And how it sounded, I made it sound a lot more creepy than I think it actually is. Yeah. So, here's what it is. Okay. It's basically Tinder. It's the same concept. Ugh. So you know how if you swipe right on Twitter and somebody else swipes right with you, you it opens up a conversation. Sure. You know how that works, right? Yeah, okay. I've heard. Yeah. So on Happen, it's, it's, it, it's for people who are, have you've like been in the same vicinity of or you've seen, probably. It's like 250 meters. So it, it basically assumes that you've seen these people. T- technically, so like that's like the gray area. So like honestly, you could get on it and be and just like send charms to people uh-huh. that that were in your area. Huh. But that so that really defeats the purpose of the app. Yeah. Basically, what it is is if I see somebody attractive, I send them a quote unquote charm. They don't get notified that somebody sent them one. They only get notified if you pay like ten cents to make sure it's guaranteed delivery. That's kind of creep. That's the creep part. That is creepy. So if you paid like ten twenty cents to say, hey, like Mike Saville sent you a charm, that's that creepy. Girl? I would never do that. Yeah. But if you sent them a charm, just saying like, oh, maybe she's on the app, and then. Or no, she would be on the app because you find her. Yeah. And then if she sends you one back, then it opens it's, up a conversation. Ah. Uh, so. It's, so it's basically just. It's it Tinder. Technically, is a knockoff version of oh. Tinder, except if you want it to be guaranteed, you Gotta pay, pay ten money. cents. Yeah. Interesting. It's inter- it's less creepy than I think I made it to be originally. You know, like the whole fact that it's, it's picking people based off of where you're at at that certain point of time yeah. I still think that's creepy because you can easily be right across the right across the street from somebody just peeking in their window send a charm but send they have to be on the you. app that's the thing well, what if they are then you're just like, well, then shit. like oh, okay. take this <laughs> fucking charm yeah 
Everybody's gonna go do afterwards. Oh yeah. Okay, and then I have like three. I'm gonna have to spark note these stories. But so I kind of told both of you last night. I get back from the Dodger game. I'm a Nats fan. They obviously lost. Hooray! But I get back and there's water dripping from my ceiling, and I'm like, this is not good. So it took me like 30 minutes to. I looked on my electronic lease. I looked on my electronic lease and I was like, what's the emergency number? Because they told me there's an on-call, 24-hour person. I go, okay. I'm going, I found the number, it goes four rings, because technically I think it is the leasing office, and then it sends me to a, a like a hotline, and it was like, if this is a <laughs> life-threatening emergency, please dial 911, and basically like, hang up if like you're dying. It's like, oh, cool, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I think I would have known that. Those are my last two seconds alive, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but then it was like, if this is a like emergency maintenance, it's like, press three, so I press three. Then it goes into detail of what, if this is... A, B, C, D, E, F, G, or whatever, all these, like, scenarios, that is considered regular maintenance. It's like, please, like, like wait till, in, like, shit. the next day or something like that. And then it was like, no. And it's like, if it is this, 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 or this, it is emergency maintenance. I'm like, that's what it is. It's like mm-hmm. water breakage or something like that. Yeah. So I go, I finally, they let me leave the message. An hour, hour, 15 minutes later, I get a knock on my door at, like, 3 a.m., and this guy comes in, doesn't know what it is, goes up to the apartment above me, I hear him knock on the door, I hear them, like, whoever it is get out of bed like they must have been woken out of a dead sleep mm-hmm. and he had to fix some like break it so it got um I'm pretty sure it, those guys find you they're gonna beat you up it got fixed well I saved them they had a Raise they had a water, water breakage so Raise water. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had water breakage so I, I saved them and so then so I got like no sleep last night that's why I feel like I'm gonna pass out as we talk oh, that's cute <laughs> But when I can it's not cute. handle my sleep because you know I only get like three hours a day. That's not my problem. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> okay, and the last one is a quick story. So, and my dad, who now listens to our podcast, yeah. um, oh, what's up, Mr. Civiello? Uh, he, I, he's gonna love the story, and I'll tell you why after. I was at the gym, doing legs, like you know you're supposed to. Hint to all those people that I see at the gym never do legs. Don't skip leg day. <laughs> but. <laughs> I go to the leg press machine, and there's four 45s on each side, so 360 pounds, I think that's what it is. So This guy. That, that checks out. That, <laughs> that, that's, no, that's like the exact weight I was going to like just start with. I wasn't even going to go much above it. And I was like, oh, it's convenient, even though I'd usually be mad that somebody left that much weight on it. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'm not really mad because now I don't have to pick up weights or anything. So I, at the max, I think I put a 35 on each side, so I didn't even go up that much weight. But then this meathead comes up to me after my warm-up set and goes, how many sets do you got left? And I actually shortened it. I, had, I was going to do four. I was like, I only have three. I'll be quick, though. And he goes, all right, don't worry about it. And he goes and does squats because I see where he goes. Mm-hmm. So I finish up the sets, and I took the 35 off that I put on, and I go, hey, he's a, he's a strong guy. He's probably doing more than this. So I left I left the weight on it. That was my assumption. So that's my defense right here. So I go over to this machine next to him because he was doing squats. He motions over to me, and I take my headphone out, and I go, I go, and he goes, are you done over there? And I go, my assumption is he just asked, so I was like, yeah, yeah, you're good. And I'm about to put my headphone back, and he goes, can you clean up after yourself next time? And I go, and I, I heard what he said, but I just still did the what? And he goes, can you, like, clean up after yourself, like the weights? And I, and I go, I was kind of, like, shocked, like somebody would actually call somebody out for that. Yeah. So I go, I was like, oh, dude, my bad. And I was like, well, it was kind of left like that when I got there, and he's like, it's like, yeah, it's just common courtesy. 
And I'm and I'm look I'm like looking at him like, dude, the only reason you have willingness to say this to me is because I'm the skinny lanky guy at the gym, you're the meathead, and no one else would say that. I was like, that's like me going up to a smoke and be like smoking dies and just kept walking. Yep. <laughs> smoking kills. If smoking kills you. Your second hand smoke is gonna kill everyone here. And then like yeah. So that's what it, so I'm like I'm like, okay, yeah, my bad. I usually put them away. 99% of the time, I put weights away at the gym. I'm usually the guy that fixes, like, there's that rack of, like, easy bar mm-hmm. curls. And it's, like, all set weights so from, like, 20 to 110. People put, like, 70s with the 20 goes because they're lazy as shit. I'm yeah. usually the one that fixes those because I'm, like, OCD about that. I'm like, no, <laughs> this should go over here. So I'm like, so just in context of, like, if you knew who I actually was, like, it just pissed me off. Yeah. But I was, it made me madder than I think it should have. <laughs> and am I wrong to like be mad at that? First of all, the assumption no. that he's a he was a big guy, so I was like, I would have, I probably would have done the same thing. I, you know, I'm with you. I usually put my weights away, and I make sure that you know they're actually back in their same yeah. spot. Like if it, if you're with, if you have a dumbbells, and you have 55s, you put them back in the 55 area. Yeah, you know, you don't mix and match. And the, <laughs> the things that are definite put aways are if you use a barbell for like deadlift or something like that, and you put yeah. weight on it. Take the weight off and put yeah, away. I, I, I've seen people leave like mass loads of weight on a bar, yeah, and then you leave dumbbells out too. Yeah, if you sense. do if you do squats, if you do leg press, or if you do bench press, you know it's always courtesy to you know take take the weights off. But I can see what you're thinking. You know that guy's doing legs. He even comes up to you asking, "Oh, you you, you almost done? Oh, no, yeah, I'm almost done. Let me do my sets." And then you walk away with an amount you think you could easily press. And apparently the thing is, the machines like that, you should put the weights away usually, but there's those machines that you slide the weights on and take them off. Mm-hmm. I see people work at the gym, they usually leave a 45 on. Each, yeah, like, that's what I usually and, do. And like, it's, yeah. like, it's kind of something somebody's probably going to at least use at the start. Yeah. That's why I conform to that. Now, here's why my dad loves the story. At my house in Virginia, there's a sectioned-off area in my basement. It's like a really small like home gym thing, one of those all-in-one things. Mm-hmm. Like, like good workout. I usually, and then there's a couple free weights. I... Sometimes I'm messy with them. I leave them out because then, like, next day I'd, like, do a workout and it's easy to get to. And nobody else uses it in my house. Like, my dad used to use it, but now he never does. And he'd always yell at me, like, put the weights away. He's like, you don't put the weights away when you're doing a public gym? No, I'm like, at a public gym, I usually put the weights away. Mm-hmm. So if he hears this, he's going to be happy. He's gonna be, it's going to be funny that somebody actually came up to me and goes, can you clean up after yourself? And all I could think of is, like, my dad would either say, I told you so, or something along those lines. So, Dad... So I usually mor- put the weight. Ninety nine percent of the time, put the weight away. So the moral of the story is: listen to your parents <laughs> and don't be a sloppy <laughs> asshole. <laughs> moral of the story is: obviously, you guys don't lift enough. If you have to have someone say, "Clean up your weights," yeah. you should just be impressed by how much weight you're you're lifting. Mm-hmm. Be like bowing to you afterwards. It, it just made me mad because I, I thought about it. at first, it, at first, it didn't make me mad, and then I was like, "Well, the only reason he said that is because he know he's a lot bigger than me." And, yeah, no one else would probably say that. I yeah. just would have said I was leaving it on for you. I expected to at least get that much. <laughs> and then if he says anything about it, then you're like, oh, I guess you're not that strong. Yeah. Maybe and then I'm he's like, oh, my mask let me go take my steroids <laughs> real quick. Really, bro? Really? But he, I had my HGH today. He's, yeah. he, he, he wasn't a show-off. He had, you know the people that wear, like, the skimpy, like, uh, tank tops that, like, Literally, you might as well not wear a shirt. Yeah, it's like one, like it's kind of like it's a, like string, it's, it's like, like a spaghetti, spaghetti strap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a stretch out <laughs> spaghetti strap. <laughs> perfect, no, it's perfect he, spaghetti strap. He, he wasn't uh, one of those guys. He yeah. was like more on the short end, but like just like just like bowling ball guy. Mm. And he'd always wear like a sleeve shirt, but you could tell he's huge. But he was one of those guys that wears like the, that brings like the gallon jugs with like you could tell it was like some kind of intro supplement in it. Yeah, it's like some like fruit punch looking thing. Yeah. One of those guys, very serious workout person. But anyway, so that's it. Any stories you guys have? Well, I'm I'm work as you guys know. Aside from the Angels, I work for UPS, and I work early in the mornings in our storage facility. 
is basically a big ass storage facility so when it's cold it is super cold in there and when it's hot it's like hell and even though I work early in the morning it's Are you talking about like yesterday or this like this entire week because it there's, oh, there's like for those who are out of state mm-hmm. there's a heat wave right now in California where it's been like mid to high 100s which normally doesn't happen mid to high 100s like 100s say high 100s yeah so it's like 110 I mean that's hot as the devil's yeah. asshole yeah that's true but it's been super super hot out here and um, it makes it feel like it's 300 degrees inside my facility and I just have to basically walk around wearing uh, khaki pants and a like three button polo and I just have beats of sweat dripping down my back down into my asshole and making just that's give just myself some bass information hey I, I want that's the whole point of a podcast you have to have visual <laughs> explanations for everybody just like you were talking about with the 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 weightlifter you said he shorts down he had a little spaghetti strap tank on you I have did. to give the visuals <laughs> so I want you guys to just picture a beat of sweat just dripping uh, down my back down to my ass crack just, just giving me swamp down ass <laughs> You know how Lucy K joke? Have you heard that one? He's like, I like, I don't like uh, boxes because it's like there's always like a quarter, like a quarter cup of sweat just swishing around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but oh, I do have uh, extra story. This is one of those like only happens to me type things. So I'm in the checkout line today at Vons grocery store in California, and you know how those dividers for when you check out mm-hmm. um, food. So there was an old lady, she had a divider, then my stuff, not a lot, and then a guy came up behind me, I noticed he only had water, so I'm nice, so I'm like, hey, you can go, you only have water, I don't know why you're at Vons and you're only getting water, but Mm -hmm. you can go ahead of me, he's like, okay, thank you. So the lady kind of looked like she was done, and there was still stuff left from her, maybe like five yogurts in a container of something, and I was like, I was like, well, she's not buying them, because she looked like she was packing her bags and about to leave, and then the guy with the water goes, he checks out, and then the cashier starts ringing up the stuff that I thought was the ladies and he like rings it up and then I'm about to say that's not mine just to make sure he knows and then the old lady goes hey yeah that's still my stuff and I, I'm like confused I'm like wait what's going on here like why did she go he rang somebody else up and then started ringing her stuff up again and then and then the bagger goes Craig like, what are you doing <laughs> and great, this guy looks like he's in high school he's probably in college but mm-hmm. he's like looks really young and he's like oh wow my bad and I'm like and I'm looking around like is this real life right now like how did how did they get messed up like her stuff was still on the like tray it wasn't like small yeah so yeah and I was just like standing there I'm like yeah this is I want to be like this is my stuff don't ring hers up <laughs> she'd be like come on Craig <laughs> And then, every, and then everybody knew Craig's name. The old lady was like, it's okay, Craig. Like, <laughs> Craig uh, became a local celebrity. Oh, man. Or the local idiot. But, okay. okay. <laughs> the local Corey, right? Mm-hmm. Um, local Corey LeVere. With the swamp ass. With the swamp ass. <laughs> That's disgusting. I can't believe that. <laughs> if this episode gets big, I'm creating my own, like, food line called swamp ass. <laughs> you can have the gator. Are you going to... Are you going to... <laughs> Is that catered to like alligators or something? Like no, for those for those who want to be, I'll make it a, a cologne called Swamp Ass Cologne for those who want to be elegant but also have the feel of Swamp Ass. At it works sixty percent of the time every time. <laughs> nice little uh, Anchorman reference there. So yeah, we just went a good it's amount science. of time talking about <laughs> non-sports related stuff. Okay, we're back. Okay, we're so bad. now we're gonna check the starting lineups. Because we have 
Here are your starting lineups, presented by... Or do, we don't have a sponsor. Wait. Seriously? We don't have a f***ing sponsorship? <sighs> Whatever. Here are the starting lineups. Okay, so the starting lineups, uh, some, obviously the finals are now over. We have to apologize to the Cavs. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't apologizing for shit. Fuck I don't think them. we have. None <laughs> of us saw that happening. Mm -mm. Especially but, when okay, the can we say this? Star. I mean, I hate the guy. With, I hate, I still hate the guy. But LeBron James clearly can go to another level. And for at least the finals going into the next season, he took back the best player in the world mantle, I think. Yeah, I mean, for the last couple games. I mean, it's undeniable. I mean, he's a, yeah, I'll go to my grave saying he's overrated as a scorer, but. He's yeah. still the be best player on the planet. Steph and Clay could not get their shots to fall for like the last three or four games consistently, so I think that really... Draymond Green, Especially though, in that won. fourth quarter. Like, I posted it on my Twitter saying, like, that they relied on the three-pointer way too much in that last quarter, especially in the last last couple of minutes. You know, when you're down even just by a couple, even getting two is more beneficial than just getting three. Like, they were forcing way too many threes, and they backfired on them tremendously. Yeah. I but, think their last... I think his last... Out of their last ten shots, at least seven of them, seven of them were like threes, and only one or two were made. Like that's way that's way too many. That's something that you wouldn't expect from them. Yep. So I don't know. Tough call. Well, LeBron had a couple um, moments in that game. One, he had that outrageous block on Iguodala, mm -hmm. which at first I go, well, that looked like goaltending. I thought it hit the glass, and then he didn't. It was a clean block, and it was probably a. I don't want to say game saver. I don't want to be that hyperbolic, if that's a word. Um, but it wasn't like uh, it wasn't. I wouldn't say game saver, but that's the two points right there. They would have gone up two, mm -hmm. and then Kyrie hit. Lou said it was like one of the biggest shots in Finals history. I guess you could de technically it won them the NBA championship because he was the only one that I think hit a shot in the last four minutes. Kyrie's yeah. the only one to do it. And then, yeah, Steph kept missing threes. Draymond had, I think he was six of eight at one point from three. Dude, he was on fire earlier. And I thought he was going to carry the. I thought he was going to carry them. Basically, I was like, this is awesome. Mm -hmm. Draymond getting his revenge. But then, in the end, LeBron brought a championship to Cleveland. And as a DC sports fan, they are they were my fallback. They were like, at least I'm not Cleveland. Can't say that anymore. Now you say at least at least we're not San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. The, San Diego is now the, yeah, the but one, one city that hasn't had a. At least a Cleveland, like. Yeah, I guess true. But they Cleveland only have they only have two sports. I think yeah. that's the only they have only two sports teams. Especially when you have four. No. And you have Who, San Diego. No, San Diego has two. San Diego has two. Yeah, yeah. But like like for a team with four like uh the Washington, especially they haven't been to a conference finals combined since two thousand. Actually, since '98. Oh, now they have the penguin uh, with the pel. With the, wait, is it the seagull? The goals. The goals. The AHL team. Yeah, the San Diego goals. I guess that counts now. <laughs> They're gonna get the championship, guys. Quack quack. Wait, I don't think it's what a goal. That, does. That's a duck. <laughs> that's a duck. They're in Anaheim. <laughs> Good try though. Quack 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 quack. Is it is it a Warriors choke? Oh hell yeah, dude. You're, I, I, you're up, I would you, say if you're up three one, your best team. Yeah, you you go up three one and you're dominating, and it basically looks like you know the in, in two of those three wins, you absolutely smash on your opponent, and like you can't even put up that same repertoire in the the last three games. All you need to do is get one. 
What's up? Just get one win. Yeah, just get one win and you're done. And you know, you could have they could have easily said, you know, we're gonna try to take it easy without Draymond in the in the lineup when he was suspended. You come back for game six and and throw down. You have an, you have the one player that everyone's saying is a, is really key to that starting lineup. You know, play your best game, finish it out. And you know, I felt that they got a little too comfortable. You could kind of see it. They're like, well, we're up three one. You know, yeah. we still got three games to win this, if anything. And they weren't. It didn't look like they were playing their best basketball. They they were, they played really well in game seven. Don't get me wrong. They played really well and they and they lost it there in uh, the fourth quarter. But in games five and six, they were a little lethargic. They weren't playing the, you know, they weren't playing Steve Kerr basketball. They weren't, you know, shooting the way that they were all season. You know, they lost nine games in the finals. Uh, they lost nine games in the playoffs, which was as many that, as they lost in the regular season. season. It's like, you know, something's not right there, especially in the finals. You know, that's do or die. And, you know, they, it's, it's a definite choke for sure. You know, yeah. Steph Curry didn't show up. Uh, did not play like the MVP. No. Um, by the way, Brian Windhorst, go eat a fucking donut, you piece of shit. Who? Did I, we talk about this last podcast? Or we Who? just talked? Yeah, Brian, the, the one that was trying to make it like... Brian Windhorst. He's uh, all in love with LeBron. Yeah. Well, the thing, not even that, he said, uh, talking about Aisha Curry's tweet, uh, saying, you're saying it's rigged, but how about the NBA rigged it for Steph Curry to win two MVPs and be valued over $100 million? I'm like, really? Because Steph Curry didn't earn those MVPs. Mm-hmm. He had the most efficient season of all time. He scored 30 points a game in 34 minutes. On top of shooting, I think he did the 90-50-40 thing. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? I think so. Yeah, 90 free throw, 53, or 50 for field goal, 43. Yeah, yeah. that's outrageous. But um, we'll, we'll get more into kind of more stuff about that uh, in the main topic, but USA played Argentina. I think people were making jokes about getting crushed, but they actually got boat raced. I mean, it was the number one team. Uh, Messi had, in my opinion, one of the better. Actually, honestly, as a top five free kick, just because you talk about labeled in hockey, it's like labeled upper 90, where they say, hey, we're Mama Heights Thin Mints, or in baseball, where pitchers just painting the corners of the strike zone. That was the most perfect free kick placement because if you look at uh, who, who was the uh, keeper was it Guzman Guzan Guzan um, he literally I don't think he touched it but he couldn't really have done I think jumped any higher no the only thing that he could have potentially done is maybe seen it a split second earlier might have been able to get to it but either way it barely grazed the crossbar mm-hmm. like in the farthest corner did it hit side net first too was it side yeah, net yeah it was as far like, in the corners you could get I mean like it was a perfect shot so but that guy you know Tumos is the best player in the world and there's always a debate with Ronaldo but so that happened Messi's that politician right I think so yeah doesn't didn't he run for uh, Antarctica governor or something I thought it was um, I thought it was for Alaska oh it might have been it's like the same thing he's like related to uh, what's it Sarah Palin he might be. Isn't that the one who dates his uh, his daughter, Wait, or her what? daughter, <laughs> the no. one who has the the one kid? That's <laughs> I'm just gonna shut up. <laughs> just so you guys know, I hate soccer and I don't give two shits. I about was it. rolling with you and then you just kept I, going. I, away. I I had my jaw dropped the whole time trying to figure out what you guys were doing. <laughs> but uh, this is kind of crazy. The NBA draft is actually tomorrow. We're recording on Wednesday, June 22nd. 
What? Wednesday. day. <laughs> we but, us. Um, yeah, so the NBA draft happens, and I've checked out because uh, the Wizards don't have a pick at all. They traded their first-round pick for Marquise Morris. They traded their second-round pick last year to move up to get Kelly Oubre, so I was not too mad about that. But the funny thing is, they're having a draft party with no pick. Gotta get turned, you know? Hey, guys, That's come sweet. watch all these people that we could pick. That we don't have a pick. I mean, they could still trade. I was say, they could still, they still trade. I will be shocked. Our GM doesn't have a sack to do that. You never yeah. know. So Let's trade John Wall know. for, like, the 30th pick or something. Speaking of trades... Or trade... Speaking of trades, Derrick Rose got traded. But before that, Jeff T got traded for yeah. George Hill and I think a swap 12th of... pick from the Jazz. So yeah, that actually that actually made the Marquise Morris Wizards trade look a little better for me because I would never have given that up. But yeah, the more important trade was that Derrick Rose went to the Knicks, going to the Big Apple for, I think it was Robin Lopez, Jose Calderon, and Jerry and Grant. And then they get Derrick Rose, a second round pick, Justin Holiday. Justin Holiday, who is a nice little yeah. He's just a... <laughs> Corey's still crying over in the corner. I am not fucking pleased. Corey's a Bulls fan. That, yeah, I I'm a Bulls fan, and we lose two really good players, especially D Rose. Uh, granted, D Rose has been out the last couple seasons with injuries, um, ankles, knees. All that good, head, all that good. What's that? Said the head, shoulder, knees, and toes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, this this year was his first year actually being back for a full season, and he did miss some time, but um, he did have a good year, played really well, and you know he was clutch when we needed to, needed him to be. And Justin Holiday was a great, Justin Holiday was a great uh, bench guy for us too, coming off and actually putting up some good points and great offensive player, great defensive player too. So we're losing two really caliber, two good caliber players. The thing is, I think you get out of a – Jimmy Butler has a max deal, mm-hmm. but you get out of a huge contract in Rose. You only have one year left, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still. Yeah, so yeah. you don't have to worry about, I guess, the decision to if you want to pay him again because yeah. it's going to be a weird situation. Uh, and then I don't know the contract situation with everybody involved, but I think now it just frees you up for more flexibility. Yeah. You don't have to worry about Jerry Grant's a nice young point guard. Yeah, I, I, I don't know too much about Jerry Grant, but I looked at his stats and I looked at what he's done with the Knicks, and he seems like he could be a good fit in, in the Bulls' offense, especially with Jimmy Butler. You know, I feel I, th- I feel the two of them could Jaren work Grant's really well. Pr- I want to say he's good, a good defender, but he's 6'4", super athletic. Mm-hmm. was really good at Notre Dame, and I don't think he played a shit ton for the Knicks. But. Yeah, and I could tell that the Bulls are kind of on their way out from Joachim Noah as well, going after Lopez. Well, I heard the Wizards. I, I just got a. I got an update saying Wizards are amongst the teams trying to get Noah, which I will not be happy if they do that. <laughs> I don't know why they would. He's very, he's very injury, injury he's prone, ugly. but this oh, is he is one thing. ugly dude. <laughs> uh, he's on the Mount, of he's, on, he's on the Mount Rushmore of ugly, like <laughs> ugly athletes. Because his hair? No, dude. The, he, his, no, face, his face. Looks, he looks like a lizard. Frog. How does he get laid? <laughs> is my question. Well, apparently. Well, okay, he has money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, bro. <laughs> apparently, his mom was like a model, and his, his dad was like a tennis player. Or oh, something dude, like he that. got the bad genes. Yeah, and he grew to be a giant. Ugly freak, <laughs> making a lot of money, but <laughs> he could be a he could be an extra in Goonies or something. <laughs> he could have been a good-looking basketball player instead. He's an ugly. Dude, basketball you know player. what? The, I was thinking of this comparison. You know, Evgeny Malkin for the Penguins. Mm-hmm. He's on the Mount Rushmore of ugly dudes too. <laughs> he he looks like the guy from like the Adam Family. <laughs> what? Cousin it? 
I, I think, yeah. Is it like the really... Like, like Frankenstein-looking guy? You mean from the Munsters? No, it's like the Addams Family. I haven't seen the Addams Family in so long. Oh, I haven't either, but I just know that was like... I've seen like a side-by-side -side piece of them. Mm. And we're getting off topic again. Yeah. Let's <laughs> we'll talk about looks now and we're, instead of talking sports. <laughs> um, but yeah, Robin, Robin Lopez, you can tell that the, the Bulls are trying to get a, a younger, more versatile center. Uh, Robin Lopez could be that... That guy that could step up for them, um, and Jose Calderon, which I'm not too pleased about. He's like think 57 it, years old, dude. He, yeah. He, okay. He, I don't he, know why they'd even accept that. Like, know, hey, how about we just throw in Jose Calderon? You can have him. You, okay. Cool. <laughs> sure. He could, he could be the next Benny the uh, Benny the Bull. How about that, dude? You know, Fucking you know stupid. when they had uh, they who's the um really Pablo Prigioni? They mm -hmm. had Prigioni and Calderon, and sometimes they'd play together. Mm -hmm. One slowest backward of all time on the court at the same time but they literally could pass a hobo on, under a bridge yeah <laughs> they could like they could be in sleeping bags and have a, like a bag close with them and people would never be like yeah you're an NBA player mm -hmm. so but now uh, are, do we have Wiley's ready I usually ask that in, in advance I kind of have one with uh, Joseph Randall wait wait a second the running back. Yeah. It's time for the Wiley of the Week. Okay, so Wiley of the Week, Chris was about to say what his was. Yes, yeah, so uh, Joseph Randall, former running back for the Cowboys, uh, projected by many to take over the starting running back role this year. Uh, was released because of legal troubles. Actually, just got his third felony since being released oh, in wow. Kansas for uh, threatening an officer when he was in jail or something like that. So, like, <laughs> he was, he was getting booked for something else and then got another felony while in there. So, three felonies plus the two or three arrests he had before that. I think it's like five arrests in a calendar Dude, year. Dude, I don't so, get athletes, man. Yeah, he's 24 and was projected to take over as starting running back for the Dallas Cowboys. So that's a big time Well, and then spot. they drafted oh, Ezekiel. Yeah. That was blowing out the window. Yeah. Well, no, no, but he's, he was released well before that because yeah. his, like, whole Andrews issues. But he, they were expecting him to take over for Darren McFadden because mm -hmm. no one thought McFadden would stay healthy. And, you know, McFadden proved most people wrong, and then Julius Randle was crazy. Mm -hmm. So Dude, I'm torn between two, but you can say yours. Okay, so mine kind of ties into my Wiley last week with – uh, University of Miami baseball. This is where karma is a bitch. They get you oh, know, oh, they that's went, what I meant to say to Corey. I was like, they got yeah. They uh, let me say it, Mike. <laughs> Don't okay? spoil it. Don't spoil it. All right. So College World Series has started, and uh, Miami uh, squared off against the Arizona Wildcats in their first game, and and Arizona won five to one. I'm like, all right, there we go. Take down number five, or number they're number three, three right? Yeah. yeah, take down number three. That's huge. So they go on to play Santa Barbara. First thought, like first first appearance in the College World Series ever. These guys are like one of the Cinderella stories. Them and Arizona. Um, everyone just assumed that Miami was going to destroy them, but lo and behold, you see Santa Barbara kick their ass and two in, two out. See you, Miami. You are my Wiley of the week because Karma is a bitch and you guys are little assholes. Baseball gods were against you this year, so go. Suck I'm torn between two. And I, I'm torn between two, so I'll say. I'll say one of them, and then I'll give the honorary one after we vote okay. and stuff. So I came across via the Daily Snark on Twitter. Daily Snark. Um, um, it says, 
Congratulations to the Buffalo Bills for winning the Stanley Cup. What? Wait, what? There is a towel made by a, I guess, China company that makes sport, like knockoff sports stuff. You know, people that they, you know people that buy jerseys from China. Mm-hmm. They're, they're way cheaper, but they're good quality, I guess. It's the the Buffalo Bills won the Stanley Cup, apparently. That's <laughs> the crossover. And they're they're selling that shit. Oh wow! Um, yeah, but there's like all those shirts that you see of people like. In China or in Japan, they have like English words that are like awful translations on there. <laughs> yeah. Like that doesn't surprise me in the slightest. That's great though. But yeah, it's it's just like <laughs> talk about not uh, just doing a quick fact check on that. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, they're gonna sell some of those. Though, oh yeah, they're gonna. Oh yeah, oh, Buffalo, yeah. Buffalo, like people who don't even follow sports. Buffalo. <laughs> it's, it's just the the couple people in New York are like, oh, you know what? We we want to be sports fans. <gasps> the Buff- oh, they they won the Stanley Cup. Oh, I gotta get that They're shirt. The best golfers ever. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so that was mine. Uh, so we can vote now. I'm voting for the uh, Randall being an idiot. I think that's gonna be a unanimous one this week. Yeah, he gets it. Mm-hmm. Yosef. Just have your idiot. Maybe we can get him some Sour Patch Kids while he's Maybe. in jail. <laughs> send him, send him a Buffalo Bill Stanley Cup blanket. Um, Take care, bud. So here's my here's my honorable one because I took screenshots of stuff that just give me ideas. Did you see Vince Wilfork? All 325 pounds of him will be in the body issue for ESPN. Yeah, uh. Texans player right there. <laughs> That's great. Well, I mean, they did it with Prince Fielder last year. Or was it last it year? Like, yeah, a year or two a ago. A couple of years ago. Too. Yeah, that didn't yeah. look good at all. And that was Prince, Prince Phil is a big boy. I think Vince Wilford is a little bigger. bigger. <laughs> Much bigger. Um, the other thing is to... So that was a quick Wiley segment. We transitioning right back into final stock. Have, did you see the pictures of Dave Chappelle surfacing? No. And we were talking about leg day. He's like, leg day, what's that? And Dave Chappelle on the sideline like looks like he's been taking roids. Getting jacked. Dang, Dave. Like, literally, his arms are like pythons. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so with that said, let's go back. <laughs> I just had all these screenshots on my phone. I'm like, what? I was like, I know I have some wily guys. Looking at male bodybuilders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like the Captain Leg Day. What's that? But, so, finals talk. Corey, <laughs> you're going to, like this, you know how we talk about LeBron taking the high road? Or him, him saying. LeBron. Saying the high road. Mm-hmm. Did you see what he did on Instagram though? Like after he won the title. No. He goes hashtag put some respect on my name, and he's like ha 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 ha. And basically, in the caption was like for the update I got was like, um, like deflect doubters away or something like that with Instagram posts. I'm like, way to go, LeBron. Way to be humble and about it. Just yeah, brag take, about it. Take that high road. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that's I, ironic to me that. I saw it too, and it's not just him that does it, but like a lot of people like post stuff like that when you know they have doubters or haters or whatever. But all of them use awful grammar. <laughs> it's like, guys, can you make a coherent sentence? His was literally like 16 lines long with no periods, like a bunch Wait, of misspelled words. Yeah, like, I didn't actually look at it. There's but... like a, I don't know if it was. There was one of them where he put a bunch of hashtags in it, and it was a really long thing, like. Saying I was too slow, I was too old, blah blah blah. You know, whatever. If you want to say that's fine. Too big. But there were so many spelling errors, and like I'm not talking about like you for you Like he put that in there, but like spelling errors and like just words that no no syntax, nothing. It was yep. just like you just sound like an idiot. Like I understand you want to you know say 
back off haters, but clearly he gets bothered by it. He's the same guy that after he lost the first championship in Miami, posted like an Instagram video saying like I'm still like LeBron James and you guys are all normal people or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you know, I still like I don't know. He, it seems I was I told Chris this when they won the championship. I was like just looking at my TV. I had a brief moment of happiness for him, but then it went quickly away. And then mm-hmm. he just everything that followed is like actions just don't. You know I. You know, I, I've I've come out and said that I wanted Golden State to win it. You know, I projected them to win it, and I projected them to win it in five, but that didn't happen. So, you, you should look, have happened. It should have happened, but it didn't. And you look at what uh, Cleveland did: first team in NBA history to be down three-one in the finals and come back and win it. Good for you. Now, with that being said, I am I'm happy that Cleveland got its first title in so long, Fuck and they and they that. broke a no, and they and they did something that no team has ever done in NBA history. Good for you. Good for Kyrie Irving. He deserves a championship. The guy's no, he phenomenal. Doesn't. He's a great athlete. Kevin Love, you know, granted he didn't, no, he didn't play a lot. He still gets one. <laughs> he but then, like a boss. In that oh, last yeah, he did. He did. Boards. And then, um, and then one person I'm actually, you know, happy for is J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith, he, he was actually a, he played really good for. J.R. Smith has a ring. That doesn't make me happy. I, you know, it's, you know, it's fine. It's fine by me because you know what the guy, the guy's been in the league for a while and he's. You know, he was stuck Matthew with... Matthew Delvadova has a I ring. I was going to say, that's not something funny. <laughs> but it's not Delvadova. He was stuck with the Knicks. You know, it's great. You know, I feel bad for D. Rose. He's never going to win a ring now. He's being with the... With Mello? With the, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know... Jock Mello Smith, and 3-6 Lafayette. Yeah, Smith, Smith was stuck <laughs> with a horrible franchise that was never going to win a... Um, a championship, and he ends up going to Cleveland where there's an opportunity now. Dude, he was so emotional when he won that... When he won the... The championship. Mm-hmm. He was crying in his teammates' arms, like I'm a champion. Good for you, man. Good for you. Now LeBron fucking falling to his knees. <laughs> it's your third oh, one. Dude, Shut the I'm, hell I'm up, you little bitch. I, I'm sorry, LeBron. That was like, the fakest crying of all time. Like I, I don't care that he won a championship. You won two with Miami. Good for you. I did it for my city. Fuck you, dude. You're a piece you're of not, shit. You're not from Cleveland. You know, I, if, if, you're doing, if you're doing it for your city, you would have stuck with them. When your first speaking of that, up. that's what I want to say. Fuck remember, him. I just remember. That's why I don't like him? <laughs> do you remember when he returned to Cleveland when he was in Miami for the first time? He got booed violently, mm-hmm. and people like had instead of witness, it was quitness. Yeah. Yep. And they hated him. It's mm-hmm. so funny how they can just. That's because he came back. Around. And you know how he's a free agent, or he's gonna he's gonna opt out and get more money, even though he has a billion dollar lifetime deal with Nike. He needs that money. Um. So I was just thinking, it'd be funny if he goes. Um, I compared the analogy to like he was like a marathon runner and he kept uh, losing, mm-hmm. and so he's like, you know what? I keep losing by myself, so I'm gonna join like the 400, uh, 400 by 400 track or 4 by 400 track <laughs> team. Let's get Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, Ray Allen, and uh, win a couple championships. Then he came back to Cleveland, won one, and I'd be funny. He's like, Ugh. all right, won one. I'm peacing out again. <laughs> yeah, like um, who is it? Uh, Alden Gonzalez, the beat writer for the Angels, which is surprising. As soon as they won, as soon as the clock struck zero, he posted a tweet on Twitter, and I, I laughed so hard. He goes, "So does this mean LeBron's going back to Miami?" <laughs> I lost it. I retweeted it, and I was just, "What the? F- there you go, Kyrie. Kyrie just drinking." I guess you will laugh. I saw no. I saw something hilarious of oh, uh, Della Vadova. There's like a bunch of pictures of him just like look at, this, look at LeBron's wife. She's like she's like sitting there like, "Okay, I can't do anything." No. But there was like it was something on Yahoo this morning. It was like Matthew Delvadova is celebrating harder than anybody else, and it's just like pictures of him just like being like crazy and like celebrating hard and just like super stoked on life. And I was like, all right, that's did, cool. Did you see uh, K 
Kevin Hart, go, or not Kevin Hart, Kevin Love go all uh, Stone Cold. Yeah, that was awesome. I'm not going to lie, that was pretty cool. I thought that was, I saw a meme of it. I didn't know that was actually Kevin Love at first. I thought it was just like, they said, oh, this is Kevin Love, and it just looked like Stone Cold Steve Austin because mm-hmm. it's a guy with two beers. Like, uh, mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, wait, that Kevin Love actually did that because I saw the video of it. Uh, J.R. Smith, man. Like, oh, quick little side story. There's a there's a guy who, um, at my UPS facility, tall black guy. Uh, he has his hair exactly like Yvonne Shumpert, and it is the funniest thing. It's you know a little fro sticking straight up. The only difference is he has like little cornrows on the side. Mm-hmm. But I told him like, dude, like, are you trying to be Yvonne Shumpert right now? He starts laughing. He goes, Nah, man. Like, yo, Yvonne, what's up? <laughs> it's funny. Dude, is this like, is it a requirement to be shirtless at the Cleveland Parade? It's probably really hot there right now. Yeah, by the way, we uh, we have ESPN right now, so that's why it is Kyrie Irving shirtless. Uh, who was else? Was it? JR. Uh, JR. Um, probably Shumpert's in there. Shumpman, Shumpman, Shumpman. <laughs> but, uh, okay, but to go to the Warriors now. <laughs> Kevin Love with his belt. <laughs> um, with the Warriors, do you think. I the thing that came out like right away is like now they're gonna Durant their top target. Yeah. One, he's not going there. There's no. zero chance Durant goes there. No, I I think it'd be stupid if the uh, if the Warriors went after Durant. They shouldn't even worry about it. I don't think they're gonna. I actually I think they're gonna go hard, and I think there's a bigger chance that people expect because Harrison Barnes is gonna go. They're gonna let him walk, and then they can play Draymond at the four. Kevin Durant at the three, and then Clay Thompson. Well, yeah, theoretically that roster is unguardable. Right. Yeah. So why wouldn't you? And you know, if, if but you're him, it's it's not that it's not that like he doesn't see that. It's just I don't think he's the type that would join a super team. No. I think he's one, a, you know, you're still in the West, so you still have a tough road. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, but I mean, the, I I think he's going back to OKC. I would want him to, but I think it's pretty. If he was, I wouldn't fault him for going there because there'd be literally nobody in the West. There'd mm-hmm. be no one in the league that should beat that team, like no. ever. Yeah. But I mean, who knows? That would be a dirty, dirty team. Well, yeah. I think I think he definitely sign. I think he signs the one year thing. I think this whole thing with Durant, even the KD DC thing, is a huge buzzkill when he just signs that one year thing, because it's like oh, one more year and then I'll be I'm getting more money in 2017. Uh. But so that's like the that's like the big free agent talk that's come out amongst the trades we talked about, and obviously the trades are going to be probably pouring in, or at least more, as th- this night goes on, because the draft. I think there's a cutoff at like noon or something of tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You can't draft, or you can't trade anymore. Yeah. And then whatever trades happen, they have to have you happen like they happen a- after the fact, like during the draft. It's not like the NFL where it's like there's a trade, like it happens, like the picks made, and then it's like yeah, it's weird. But with the draft, did you see Simmons is definitely going to Philly? Yeah, and they yeah. said Ingram's going to Lakers yeah. unless there's a trade. Um, but, you know. Apparently, the Lakers said they'd rather have Ingram anyway, which I, I don't, 100% I don't. agree. Yeah, I still think you know Simmons is. But I think he fits their team so well. Yeah, I guess yeah. you already have a couple. You have Russell. Did you hear about the Russell that that thing? They're trying to trade Russell for a top. I don't pick. think that's true. I hear that, but like. But then you gotta think about what trade, wh- who, who are they trying to trade with? Because it's not with themselves, obviously, and it's not with Philly. 
Boston doesn't need Russell. They have a handful of guards. Right, Marcus Smart's there. So you have to. Who who has the fourth pick? I don't even know. I don't know. I don't. I think it would either if they were to trade him, it would be to get somebody else. But there's no reason. Like, if he has, I read an article. It's like if he's really burned bridges with everybody, like unless he has, like zero chance of getting that back with Clarkson and Randall. Literally everybody else on the team, it doesn't matter. Like, no one else on the team is gonna be there. In like five years, well, potentially. Luke Walton got introduced as the coach, and he said, talking about the flexibility they have, he basically said, "I had never seen like a coach like flat out say something like this. We have the room to sign a couple max players." And I was like, "So did you just give away your strategy? Like, because I guess I feel like that's like they're gearing up to sign at least two people to max deals." Hmm. I think they're gonna go after. Oh, I know they're going after Horford, and then I think they're gonna go after Harrison Barnes. Dude, if they give Harrison yeah. Barnes a max deal, that's just the dumbest yeah. thing. They're going to yeah. go after DeRozan, but DeRozan said he's going to stay in Toronto. Yeah. So. Dude, Harrison Barnes laid enough bricks yeah, to he build LeBron a new house. Like, he <laughs> That was his chance to go from like close to max to a max contract, yeah. and he did not. He lost himself money, in my opinion, unless somebody gives him a max deal, but he definitely showed, hey, your, your role on this team is to defend and hit a three, and he didn't even do either, really. He let 50-year-old Richard Jefferson drive by him. Yeah, man. Dude, Richard Jefferson. He's retiring. He should. Yeah. It's just It was just annoying to watch old people like that just, like, succeed because they're playing with LeBron James. Yeah. <sighs> I can't, like I can't root man, for you if you're, if you're on LeBron's team. I, I might have liked you. I can't root for you. <laughs> like, Antoine Jameson played for the Wizards for so long. I love Antoine Jameson. When he was on Cleveland, I was like, I hope you miss every shot you take. Oh. <laughs> But, so, yeah, the draft's happening tomorrow. That'll be interesting. I actually read something about the Celtics. You know how they have, like, a million draft picks this mm-hmm, year? Mm-hmm. Apparently, like, it's like, what do you need if you want to trade? You need a dancing partner. And nobody wants to trade with you. You're screwed. Yeah. Because they're trying to uh, – Jimmy Butler now is definitely not going there. Yep. Uh, so, kiss that. Apparently, Horford and Jimmy Butler, apparently, Durant, those are the two guys Durant wanted if he goes to Boston. I don't believe that rumor to begin with. But now Jimmy Butler's definitely not moving. I actually mm-hmm. can see Horford going to L.A. Mm-hmm. And then Boston's stuck with the third pick that they probably don't even want to use. Yeah. They have a lot of, I think, average to above-average players and young players. You, st- you have the third pick. You have the 16th pick. To me, if I'm a team, I'm like, I don't... We're, wait, what the... Yeah, this is earlier. This is pretty funny. Wait, who is that? Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, yeah, we were just watching Ronaldo took a reporter's mic and threw it in the river. Um, but no. So if you have no trading partners, nobody's gonna want the 16th pick in an NBA draft. No. No, you have to package that. Like, I think if they pick the right players, they could trade them. Like they might not be able to trade the pick, but they can trade the players later on. But they, but their players aren't even that enticing to me. They're like they just are all really good in that system. They're almost like a poor, poor, poor man's Golden State, where they they play in a really. I mean, I'm not taking anything away from like Curry and Thompson, but. It's a really good system. It works even without Curry. Yeah. Uh, didn't really work without Draymond, which is kind of. Um, but no, it, they don't have players like yeah, I want him. Maybe Isaiah Thomas, but. Yeah, and then Marcus Smart and uh, they got they got a bunch of guys. So I mean. And they say 2017 is a better draft. So that, right. So well, and maybe they, they and take they, a couple young guys and trade later. That's the thing. They have the right to swap with the Nets. Okay, first of all, I gotta play this real quick. You're an idiot. To whoever made that trade. 
Okay, I was looking it up. They got the 2014 first-round pick, 2016, 2018 unprotected, and the right to swap in 2017. Wow. So the Nets are going to suck for a good time unless they make some major moves. So the Celtics are almost guaranteed to swap with them next year. So they'll probably give that option to somebody. if They can, they can use that pick, too. But I don't know. See, I just even wouldn't, I wouldn't even help him out. Danny Ainge has gotten away with highway robbery multiple times in trades. Yeah, well, see, I think they've got they can take Chris Dunn, they can take Buddy Heald or Marquise Chris, um, with that third pick. And any of those three is pretty solid for the Chris later Dunn's picks. Chris Dunn's really good. Chris Dunn too. Yeah, like if they have any of those later picks, you know, and they want to trade them, I think okay, they but they may uh, just um, that'd be hard. I was gonna say may just stash um, euros. But, I mean, I don't know. Well, they have a bunch of second-round picks. I, I think I can see maybe the Wizards trading some, doing what the Wizards usually do and have second-round picks and then trade them for cash. To, like, get go in and get a... The only person I've heard on the Wizards' radar is Kay Felder, who's that 5'9", Isaiah Thomas clone mm-hmm. from Oakland State or something like that. Oakland. So that's a second-round option. But You guys could drag, uh, draft Nick Faust. <laughs> Second round, bring him back. I, I can see him going on the Wizards' like uh, summer league team. Definitely. I feel like that would be yeah. uh, local ties. Yeah. Too fast, too in. furious. But. Heard it here first, guys. Actually, you didn't hear it here first, but the, we made it first, and then one of the announcers stole it, so whatever. Um, but, yeah, so we don't really got that. It's like that dull period. It's like baseball, but, like, baseball, it's like these are the dog days of baseball. Really, when baseball gets exciting, it's like mid-August. Yeah, like we're, we're getting to the point where – all-star All-Star break is just a couple weeks away, mm-hmm. uh, at least two more weeks until All-Star break comes, and then second half gets going. Um, that's when things start bearing down, start to kind of figure out who has a, has any type of contention for playoffs. Remember, um, you can vote for me in the All-Star games? Chris Ward, yeah. yeah I'm starting center fielder. At the Dodger game, I voted for Mike Saviello. <laughs> I voted for... Um, I voted not for myself. I voted for Chris because you know I'm what? a great friend. Okay. Yeah, obviously that was supportive of you. Asshole. This Thank is, you, Corey. <laughs> this is what is it, it's funny. I was at the Dodger game last night, and they have, I think it was maybe at every at bat or maybe in between innings. It was like this card. It's like vote. I mean, the Nats do this too. Every team does it. That's mm-hmm. why the Royals had so many starters. Yeah. Uh, it was like vote, and it was like Chase Utley, and I was like, really, Chase Utley? He's like, wait, can you vote for? I was like, I look at Kyle, and I go, can you vote for anybody? He's like, yeah, that's how like the, the that's Royals how got everybody. I'm like, oh, I guess that makes sense. They should have. Qualified into like like so there should be some board. Yeah, it's like, like these are the people that are eligible for the All Star game. That's the only one that you can vote for. They well, they usually like what they usually do is if you've looked at the little punch in ballots that mm-hmm. they have, they usually have the starting position player for each team. So basically, who has the most qualified starts for each position, you know they'll put him like they'll have a list for 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 outfielders. They have every single outfielder for like the American League and then the National League. It's like your main three starters. So like for for the Angels would be Cole Calhoun and Trout and then a question mark for left field. Yeah, for left field. It rotates. <laughs> Maybe Rafael Ortega. But uh, and then when it comes to first baseman, it's all the first baseman, second baseman, third, and then you get to choose whoever you want for each position. And but me. it's only but it's, it's three outfielders and then of course then one is position player. The, I, I don't think, think I've ever five. done the end of the manual ballot. Mm-hmm. Like is it like Almost like Scantron type. No, it's like it's kind of like somebody a, have to go into a computer and type all that shit up. No, because what it is, it's it's like the little punching things where, mm-hmm. where you punch a, a portion of a it's paper like the old out. Voting. Yeah, it's like the old voting system instead of the like the little chat. ink dab is like one of the little uh, paper chads. You oh, okay. poke those out, and then like you write your name or you don't write your name, you just submit it into a box, and then um, they send it to 
New York or wherever the hell they do the counting at, and it's kind of like they count it that way. But do they do they have to like? Is it like a machine that takes? Yeah, because because okay. all yeah. the all the picks are numerical. So basically, you pick uh, say Mike Trout's twenty seven. You punch him, and he's that's okay. There's one for number twenty seven. Yeah. So. So one person doesn't have to sit there and sift through. Oh God, that's what I was thinking. Pounds. I was like, that's just no, Stone that, Age. That, shit. that would that be would, awful. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, I was thinking like, free agency. Obviously, I was just talking about it. Like the Durant thing is the only thing I'm caring about. And actually, time's flown. Like, literally, it's, like, almost free agency. And I'm like, wow. Usually, I'm, like, more excited about this time of year. I think it's the our project, our capstone's yeah. kind of killing us. But, yeah, once that's over, then I'm just, like, I watch the Nats every chance I get, but there's nothing else on. It's just maybe binge-watching TV shows, trying yeah. to get a job. <laughs> a yob. Yep. A yob. And then, uh, the did we talk about... Uh, the NHL? Do we talk about oh, Vegas? Oh, the NHL is going to Vegas. Yeah. Just happened today. They had the press conference. They, they Quebec City is like, we want a team. No, fuck you. Yeah, they <laughs> give, let's, give it to, let's give it to the City of Lights. Well, they said that for Quebec, they will be considered for a future expansion or if someone relocates, which there's 16 teams in the East and 15 in the West. Just make one more in the West, and then there's 16 in each. Yeah. 32 teams, just like the NFL. Because they did have the Thrashers go to Winnipeg, mm-hmm. and Winnipeg technically is like a Western team, but be, if they couldn't like they for some reason didn't want to realign the divisions yet, so they were still in the Capitals division. So the Capitals were playing division games basically on, on past the middle of the country. Mm. Yeah. So they, what they could do is they could switch them to the West and then add another East Coast team, or they could literally. Well, add I think Winnipeg West now is in the West. Oh yeah. See. So like, they, they 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 when they, they realigned it, it to make it two divisions. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like uh, something like that, but they could do it again. Like if yeah. there's a team that's like on the border, they could flip them or just add another team in the West, which wouldn't be that hard. Real yeah. quick note: I'm we just, the Legend of Tarzan preview came on. First of all, there's that sh- shot where they're jumping at each other and the gorilla and him clothesline each other, and the gorilla clotheslines him. First of all, you're dead. Yeah, like, not if you're Tarzan. You're Tarzan. Oh, uh, you made of like you're like Wolverine? Where you? Dude, he was raised by them. He knows them. He can but, absorb their blows. <laughs> but. But no, like I don't get that. Like, is it like um, not an origin story? Because it doesn't look like it. Looks like yeah. he left the island and he came back. Yeah. Yeah, because like it's like the Legend of Tarzan. is like she like whoever plays Jane. I think it's Margot Robbie who's super hot. hot. Mm-hmm. And she goes, he's gonna like find you. He's like, it's like you're Jane. He's Tarzan. He'll find you or something like that. I'm like, wait a second. Christoph Waltz. He's such a great actor. Um. What do you call it? And then he's like, he's Tarzan. Like, I think, is that Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah, yeah Tarzan. Tarzan. That movie looks stupid, though. Uh, yeah, sorry, and the CGI effects didn't look good, either. It, it, they've done too many Tarzan movies. Let it go. Oh, uh, side note. I just, I just saw Chandler Parsons is opting out of his deal. It's another potential max contract player. Mm. He'll get a max deal. Interesting. He's the closest worth it, probably. So, Lakers, Chandler oh. Parsons, all about that. I, love I still love the Chandler Parsons beef with DeAndre Jordan from last year. <laughs> he was like, hey, you're going to be on our team. Great, we're best friends. Oh, just kidding. We're not going to like, team you, man. Yeah. <laughs> but Fair enough, though. Yeah, I mean, kind of from high and dry, but... I'm trying... I, I think there's there's definitely a thing. Um, oh, at the Phillies game, this one... I think... I, I was This is borderline Wiley. It's just funny to me. There's uh, nuns drinking beer at a Phillies game that. and taking selfies. I saw that. Like doing the girl, the girl like, hey, I have a beer in my hand, like selfie. I, I have a feeling they dressed up for that. Yeah, they don't no, look like real nuns. No respecting nun does that. 
not that you know of. Maybe they like to party. <laughs> My name, party is, with Jesus. my name is Kinda Bud, and I like to <laughs> I like to party with Jesus. Kinda not, dude. I always picture my Jesus, you know, wearing one of those <laughs> tuxedo, tuxedo shirts because yeah. you know it shows that he's casual, but at the same time, he like says, "I like to party." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cal, shut up. Okay. <laughs> Eight <laughs> pounds, six ounce, little baby Jesus. <laughs> is that wait? That's from Talladega Night, right? Yeah. But from a hot rod, when he's like, "I like to party." My, my, yeah. <laughs> no, Kevin, you do not party. I know for a fact you do not party. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I, I don't. Oh, what, what's his name? Uh, oh, what's the, I, I can't. Okay, I'm gonna pl- <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna play this clip. Hopefully, it po- uh, plays loud enough, and you tell me what you think it's from. I can't even hear it. Okay, it was a guy basically saying. He's like, no one thought I could do it. No one thought I'd beat this person, this person. It was from the professional gaming league. Nice. And this guy was on borderline tears. Hey. Yeah, I saw. I saw on, t- on that TV. That should not be on TV. You know, we, we should talk about that. Considering it's a sport now. It's not a sport. I know. Um, <laughs> you guys are just jealous. Game. I'm nationally ranked in FIFA. <laughs> are you? I'll <laughs> do. For for how much you play fucking FIFA, yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised. I probably should be. I'd just go and play some guy in like some tournament. And, like, I would not be surprised. <laughs> you're I, a child. Him and John, they play all the time. So I would not be surprised if that. Dude, if that I used true. to be so good, and I haven't played in over a year. Mm-hmm. But See, now you'd be. This this is the thing though. Zero. This is the thing. Um, every time if I was struggling, I had like a slump in FIFA and just playing bad. I would take like a week off, and then when you restart again, you just for some reason, I would always play better. Hmm. I just need to get away from the... Just gotta get, you know, clear your mind. If it, if it was Super Smash Brothers, though, Super Smash Brothers Melee, nationally ranked in that, you know... Don't drink and drive Mario Kart. Don't drink oh. and drive. I am great at that game. That's the best Mario Kart. You have to practice safe driving, guys. What's your strategy in that game? Chug the beer and then drive, or yes. yep. just sip it? Chug beer, drive. What My thing is, is two things. I risk it sometimes, and then do maybe a lap, and if I'm ahead, and I can tell what they're doing, I'll be like, okay, I'm just gonna maybe down half it to start and then half it after the first lap and I'm good. Look how high Brandon Ingram looks right now. By the way, sorry. <laughs> but I would take, I usually take big three sips so by the time you get done with the end of the lap you only have a little bit left, finish that and you keep going. No, I just straight chug it. I, I've done, I did it a few times and I didn't. That's the recipe yeah. for success right there. <laughs> because then you're in fourth place you get the best items and you beat everybody in there so like try sure, and catch you get, up. You get lightning bolt. You get lightning bolt, you get star, you get blue the shell. spike shell. Oh, there thing. you go, spike yeah, shell, yeah. The blue one, everybody hates. I'm always <laughs> in first on that game, so I literally get hit by 15. And I, I kept a tally one time in the night, and I got hit by, I think, 20 spike shells. So the next close person was at, like, four. <laughs> Come on, guys. Drink your beer faster. <laughs> Dude, but drinking FIFA was always a great pregame uh, game in college. Yeah. Because there's different ver- uh, things and if you play with beer, but then we played with shots one time. And my buddy... For some reason, early in the day, it was like on a Friday, early in the day, I had class, he didn't, so he was playing FIFA. He changed the half length instead of six minutes. Mm-hmm. It was He made it 15. Nice. So if you see it on the top, like when it's six minutes, like time goes by really fast. It's like an act, so it's like going by. And then we started playing drinking FIFA, and I like scoffed to a bad star. I got like four or five shots deep, and we're still in the first half, and I'm looking at the clock, and I'm like, okay, that's going really slow. And I'm not drunk yet, so what's going on here? And then I kept getting beat, and then the alcohol started kicking in, and I started playing like shit. I was mm-hmm. like, I had like 10 shots lined up, and I'm like, 
still the first half, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, what's going on? He's like, oh, I might have changed the half length. And so I had 12, 13 shots and a half, and I, we didn't play the second half. Yeah, that, that, that <laughs> I, I died. It's like noob status. Uh, I was never give up a goal. That was um, that was bad because I literally thought I was like, man, I am either a super lightweight and I'm already hitting the, like I get like the times so everything's yeah. like slowing down. <laughs> Every thirty seconds. <laughs> it's like, dude, it's like a minute's gone by and you've scored three goals. It's not possible. Um, but yeah, any other crazy uh tangents we can go on? I'd say like the last one um kind of got taken away was um. I saw it on TBS. They're starting up a new show called League, and it's based off of um, the electronic, uh, the electronic video gaming, games, video stuff. games. And wait, is that the one that? Because like I don't know, do they the esports? Where the fuck it's yeah. called? It's based off of esports, so it's a competitive league of CS:GO, Counter Strike Go, and that's all I know. It's a show. Well, called I've League. actually been on. I, I've been watching something, and they like literally show the player screen, mm-hmm. and they are commentating during it. Yep. And I think it's the dumbest thing ever. There's these like a bunch of like dudes that they play on computers too, which f that. It, I don't know a why. CS:GO is a it's a computer. And it's, all, it's just it's like these rows of people, and they're all they have their headsets on, yep. and they're. I, th- that's the one thing that I'm not. They're clans. Like I'm not. I'm just really confused about like why are esports being considered a sport? You can make some serious cash off. Yeah, you too. can, which is ridiculous. And now even schools are starting to make classes. They give you scholarships for esports. Oh, that's that, that's the thing. Child. That, that, yeah, where was, was this? When I, was a child. I know, but it's just like, are you serious? Like, this is what sports has come to. I guess this is what's making baseball fun again. Screw actually playing baseball. Why don't you make a baseball game and play it on your computer? Xbox, you know, there's no baseball. Hey, Xbox. baseball. Xbox is okay. I'm not just saying this because it's a Bryce Harper commercial, but I think I've seen multiple. This is the most recent one I saw. Baseball is actually doing. Hopefully, they do more of this marketing their stars, because they had a. I never see MLB commercials, but it was like you know Bryce Harper does that like quadruple tap in the box. It's like just his like routine when he gets in, steps in the batter's box. Mm-hmm. He goes like, one, two, three, four, hit his heel, and then he goes into his stance. So MLB has a commercial, and it's like, this is Bryce Harper's routine, and it shows like multiple times that he's doing it and from different angles and stuff like that. He doesn't know why he does it. He doesn't know how it started, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes like, and then there's no music. He's like, but it works, and it's like hitting him in home run. And it's like, I forget the brand name. But all I could think about is like, it's like, man, just stealing ideas from Chris. I know. <laughs> I haven't I ain't even seen that one. Is it a local one or is it a no, it's national just like, one? No, it's just an MLB commercial about hmm. it. Well, I think maybe it. for the All-Star game. I don't that's, know. That would make sense. That's a good commercial. They should be doing a bunch of stuff like that. Yeah, I mean. That's what yeah. I've been preaching. It was just cool how they set it up. It was like this like weird like music in the background. It's like, that's and cool. then it's like, but it works and then like goes blank and just him in the home run. Right, and like some if it's a regular commercial and someone doesn't follow baseball, they're like, that's kind of cool. And they're a little bit interested, and you keep doing Literally, stuff like, like you that. You can hook people so easily nowadays. Right. But good for them. Keep it up. Otherwise, I'm taking your guys' jobs. It is what <laughs> it is. Okay, so let's end it by saying this. We are on iTunes. So generally speaking, technically, you could maybe f- people could find us more. So just by being on iTunes, you get more listens. So if you like us, you can subscribe. Uh, episodes once a week. And then also... Our Twitter is at Gut Check Time, Gut Check Time SP. I'm thinking of uh, the blog name, which is gctsports.wordpress.com, uh, which we'll try to get more content on that as well. Um, 
yeah, so you can still listen to it on SoundCloud too. SoundCloud is still an option. But, but we'd like to we'd like you to subscribe on yeah. iTunes because that's the new that's the platform we want you to listen on. And it's very easy. You know, everybody has a smartphone. I didn't realize this. Like you're the podcast. Yeah. App. It used to be an app that you actually had to go download, but yeah, I guess when, when the 6 came out, they implemented it as You literally go music. on that podcast app. It's basically a separate uh, iTunes store for just podcasts. You search Gut Check Time, mm-hmm. three separate words. I've uh, already subscribed because I'm awesome. I think I was the first subscriber. I was definitely the first subscriber. No, I was because I'm awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, not the first. You literally <laughs> got the email saying yours is created. Okay, subscribe. No, I was. I knew um, I was. But yeah, so we're on, look for the box that says gut check time. It's a nice little package on a basketball court, so. I have a nice package <laughs> waiting for me at home. <laughs> nah. I, I have the body of a 25-year-old locked in my basement. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Creep. He found it off the, the app that he's on yeah. right now. <laughs> that, that, no, that, that's funny. <laughs> that's, that's funny. I said that because I'm not even 25 yet, but it's like an old person joke. They're like, I have the body of a 25-year-old. Locked in my basement. <laughs> that's so and I was like, that's not... That's not something you should tell like, <laughs> a person. It's like, huh, it's like one of those what? jokes you tell at like, a cocktail party that does, just doesn't hit. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, Good job, up. guys. Um. Okay. <laughs> okay, so on that note, from Long Beach, California, Mike, Chris, Corey, and Steve did not make it today. but Thanks, Steve. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to another episode of Gut Check Time. Join us next week for an all-new episode. And remember, when it comes to talking sports, always go with your guts.